A rubber penis is sparking controversy in India. Scientists translated a spider web into some music. And a funeral home is sued after a man hoping to be raptured instead is cremated. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a young man inside a closet. And it's hot right now because it's hot in Los Angeles. It's hot in this closet, but I'm here for you, baby, sweating it out. Let's do it. (laughs) Rubber penises are causing controversy in India. A rubber penis inside a family planning kit that's used by local health workers, has led to a controversy in the western Indian state of Maharashtra. Opposition lawmakers say that the rubber models of the penises will embarrass female health workers who use these kits to spread awareness about reproductive health in the community. Some workers say they have used similar models earlier without problems. The kit also includes a rubber uterus, which hasn't really sparked any reactions whatsoever. Apparently, people are up in arms about the penis. These kits have been given to ASHAs, which is, which is short for Accredited Social Health Activists. These ASHAs are a crucial part of India's primary and community health programs. These ASHAs perform a range of duties, including going from door to door, educating people about reproductive health and the use of contraceptives, This usually requires a lot of sensitivity, as sex is a very taboo topic in many parts of India. Sounds like these ashes, though, are doing a good deed. It's not easy to go door-to-door for anything. People slam it on you. It's hard to sell door-to-door. It's got to be especially hard to show up to a stranger's house with a suitcase full of dildos trying to educate them about contraceptives and sexuality. Imagine that. It's a hard job. There's a doctor in this story, Dr. Achana Patil, director of the public health department. The doctor told the media uh, that around 25,000 of these kits that include the penis model had been distributed to health workers in rural health centers across the state. She added that the model has received negative feedback from one district called Boldana. Um, The doctor asked about seven ASHA workers from Boldana if they felt embarrassed about carrying the penis and uterus around with them. Two of them refused to comment. Two said it would be a little embarrassing to display these models in rural rural areas where people are pretty hesitant already to talk about sexual health, but said it was part of their jobs. The remaining workers said they had no problems using the model penis or uterus to explain concepts if needed. None of them wanted their names to be published. The doctor said no one was being forced to use these penis models or uterus models. Here's a quote. If health workers feel awkward about speaking openly about these issues, how will work get done? Now, of course, when you're dealing with the issue of sexuality in a very sensitive area, you're going to get oppositions to this. And some politicians, mainly from India's ruling party, which is called the Bharatiya Janata Party, BJP, they demand that the government take back these kits and that the government apologize for embarrassing the health workers. Here's a quote from the party's vice president who says that government is promoting sexual indulgence with these kits. That's what's going on. They're promoting sexual indulgence with these rubber penises. I disagree, but I'm no expert. 
Sounds to me like they're trying to just spread some information and awareness and educate. It's very important to be educated when it comes to drug use and sexuality. If you treat these things like taboos, you get some squirrely behaviors and fetishes. Yeah, we've seen a lot of these fetishes on Weird AF News. Where do you think these fetishes come from? A lot of them come from awkward, early sexual imprinting because of a lack of information, familiarity. So if you educate people on a lot of aspects of their sexuality at a young age, you're going to get a healthier sex life for these people. In general, that's just my opinion. I'm not a health official. Now, perhaps one can make the argument that uh, carrying around a rubber penis and rubber uterus is not quite necessary. They could use images, maybe, on their smartphone. Um, I have no idea. But maybe they're, maybe they're showing them how to put a condom on the rubber penis. You know, like, remember in school they used to show you on the banana in gym class? Just me? All right. Well, they're trying to show you how to put a condom on. I think that's pretty important. For that, you kind of need a rubber penis. Although there could be a video of this. Uh, you could show them as well. So, I, you know, I don't know how you solve this issue, but look at sexual education in rural areas is clearly important in such places as India. I'd imagine. Otherwise, they wouldn't be going about this program. This program wouldn't get funded if it wasn't an important thing. And perhaps in some of these rural areas, you have high illiteracy rates. And so using models might be more effective to get your message across. I'm just saying. But what do you think, listener? Call the show, 646-450-2012. Scientists have translated a spider web into music. It's the sound of science. That's right, guys. Let's see how scientists are wasting our money once again. It says here, spiders rely significantly on touch to sense the world around them. Their bodies and their legs are covered in tiny little hairs that can distinguish between different kinds of vibrations that they experience on their web. My body's covered in tiny little hairs as well, but I can't distinguish between vibrations. These spiders are pretty amazing. Let's find out what else they can do. Apparently make music with their webs. I had no idea. Um, now, their web makes different vibrations according to what's going on. So it could be another spider approaching to woo them, or a breeze, for example, or their prey landing in the web. Each strand of web produces a different tone. Now, a few years ago, scientists translated the three-dimensional structure of a spider's web into some music. And they got a hold of some artist named Tomas Saracano to create an interactive musical instrument called the Spider's Canvas. Uh, the team later refined and built on that previous work, adding an interactive virtual reality component that allows people to enter and interact with the web as well. This research will not only help them better understand the three-dimensional architecture of a spider's web, but may even help us learn the vibrational language of spiders themselves. Here's a quote from the engineer in this project. The spider lives in an environment of vibrating strings, did you know? They don't see very well, so they sense their world through vibrations, which have different frequencies. Okay, now they made music with this spider web. Let's see what the music sounds like. Let's be the judge of whether this spider is a Beethoven or just some, you know, backyard banjo player. Oh, too high pitched, man. Too high pitched. All right, all the dogs in the neighborhood are going to be howling. All right, that was okay. I had to shut it off because I was in pain. <laughs> I don't know what I expected. Uh, a Red Hot Chili Pepper cover? I don't know. 
Okay. Um, let's get back and wrap up this article. It says here, a specially developed algorithm pieced together the 3D architecture of the web to turn it into music. Different sound frequencies were allocated to different strands of the web. The notes thus generated were played in patterns based on the web's structure. They also scanned a web while it was being spun, translating each step of the process into music. This means that the notes change as the structure of the web changes, and the listener can hear the process of the actual web's construction. Spider's Canvas allows audiences to hear the spider's music, but the virtual reality in which users can enter and play strands of the web themselves adds a whole new layer of, of experience. The virtual reality environment is really intriguing because your ears are going to pick up structural features that you might not that you might see but not immediately recognize. By hearing it and seeing it at the same time, you can really start to understand the environment that the spiders actually live in. <laughs> and then he turned into a spider. Now this is all entertaining, of course, but how useful is this information in the real world? In the world surrounding us? Uh, finding out what kind of music a spider web can play. Meanwhile, Jonesy can't have Nutella. You know, I'd like to enjoy some Nutella. I saw what it did on a banana. You think I want to be a bystander of Nutella? No, I want to participate. I want to participate heavily in Nutella. It looks amazing. It's a nice little healthy dessert, Nutella on a banana, seems to me. But I can't have it without scratching my armpits for seven hours. Have you ever had armpits that were so itchy that you wanted to rip them out? Anyone? Yeah, the nut allergy is a real disease. And yet science is doing this shit. I just can't. I can't get on board. A funeral home has been sued after a man hoping to be raptured was actually cremated. Jonesboro, Arkansas. No relation to your host here. A Jonesboro attorney has filed a lawsuit against a Little Rock, Arkansas funeral home after his clients claim the funeral home cremated their loved one against their wishes, preventing the deceased from being, quote, raptured following the second coming. Let's find out some more information about this raptured following the second coming. We haven't had the second coming yet. I don't know when that's going to happen. Uh, that's when Jesus comes back. Is that correct? Jesus is not going to be pleased when he hears the music we've made for him because it's really no, no bueno at the end of the day. <laughs> Have you heard this Jesus music before? <laughs> no, no good. Jesus might be impressed with the the stained glass, there's some beautiful stained glass, but also all the images of his face bleeding, that might not be too pleasing to him. There's a lot of images of Jesus with blood all over his face. I don't think he's going to want to see that when he comes back. That's just my opinion. Uh, I didn't go to school for religion. I, I was just raised Catholic, that's all. Uh, according to the lawsuit, Harold Lee of Pauline, South Carolina, wanted to be buried next to his parents at a Arkansas cemetery after he died on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, what a terrible day to go. The lawsuit filed by the family said uh, Harold was transferred to a funeral home based on his final wishes. The, they claim that the family made arrangements with the Roller McNutt Funeral Home for the purposes of the transfer and the funeral arrangements, casket purchase, and internment. Being extremely religious, the suit states that Harold, quote, Strictly desired not to be cremated as he believed his body would be raptured following the second coming. However, the funeral home notified the family that they accidentally cremated the body. It says here, uh, the plaintiff Eunice Lee, Harold's wife, was violently shaking in shock when she learned of this mistake. When she learned that her husband would not be raptured. 
when the second coming occurred. How does that work, anyways? Does anybody know? Is, uh, they come. Does that mean you, you're going to be zombified? You get to come back from the dead during the second coming? I'm really not familiar. Let's Google it. Okay, here we go. The rapture in Christianity. The eschatological belief that both living and dead believers will ascend into heaven to meet Jesus Christ at the second coming. Does that mean you still have to have your body? Because the body kind of disintegrates anyways. Can you go up there just as a skeleton? Let's see. Let's keep reading. The belief in the rapture emerged from the anticipation that Jesus would return to redeem all members of the church. The term rapture, however, appears nowhere in the New Testament. Uh, Okay, doesn't say anything about cremated. I guess they assume that you have to uh, have your body still, so you can't be burned. I guess that, no, there's a long history of this rapture. There's no specific date for the rapture. Most notably, the end-time prophecies promoting the rapture had two dates in 2011, predicted by this guy named Harold Camping, who was a not a very good person, uh, and really ruined some lives with these false prophecies, I have to say, if you're familiar with this guy anyways. Okay. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you pay a funeral home, to follow your instructions, and they do not, so you have a lawsuit. Whether you believe in the rapture or not, it seems highly unlikely that uh, this rapture thing is going to take place and the second coming and all of that. But hey, you know, people believe what they want to believe. I played Dungeons and Dragons for many years. I really believed I was a 14th level cleric, and I built my world around it, really. Well, and we also don't know all the details of the second coming because it hasn't happened yet. We can only guess. And maybe they will allow Harold Lee's ashes to ascend into heaven. We don't know that. So hard to make judgment at this point. Now on Weird AF News, as you know, if you've listened, I've covered some new dynamic ways in which you can uh, put your body back into the earth or even make it part of a, of a reef in the ocean once you've passed away. You can even shoot it into space, your ashes. Personally, I would love to be cremated and my ashes buried in left field at Fenway Park. Now, I told this to a relative of mine recently uh, who informed me that there's no way that's going to happen. I cannot afford it and to, and to give up on this dream, but I'm not going to give up on it. All right? I still want this to happen for me. And uh, what do you guys want to happen with your body? Well, you call me and share. 646-450-2012. Rapture. What's my friends, my loyal listeners, fans of the show, thanks for joining me for this episode. You could have spent your ears with other podcasts, but you did it with me. I appreciate that. I hope you learned something today about the strange world around you. I did. Uh, anyways, if you'd like to send me articles or um, comments of any sort, you can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Love to hear from people. I got some emails from people uh, as a result of yesterday's show where I re- requested that you send me pictures of your tattoos so i did i got some tattoos uh, chris sigsby sent me some tattoos glorious photos here and then uh, also edwin sellers sent me some pics of his tats he's got some big ones big big tats very cool very cool tats everybody i knew my listeners were cool guys with your cool ass tats i got some pretty cool tats i posted photos of them in the patreon long ago i think they're still in there you guys would like to join the Patreon and see pictures of Jonesy's tats, just go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. 
or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. That way you can uh, get access to all that weird media, that uh, weird content that I've put in there over the years. There's a lot in there. It takes you forever to get through it. Uh, anyways, there's photos of my of all my tats in there as well. And also, if you join the Patreon, you get your name on the wall, the studio wall. Don't you want your name on the studio wall? Wouldn't that be cool? I take a photo of it as well, and I put it in the Patreon for everybody to see. Uh, yeah, good times, good times. Um, I think I left the phone number in case you want to call the show. Love to hear from my callers. I'll, I'll publish some calls again tomorrow on Thursday's episode. Uh, and then uh, we'll have Florida Friday by the end of the week. If you guys want to send me Florida articles now, feel free. Funnyjones at gmail.com or on Instagram at funnyjones. Or you can tweet them at funnyjones as well on Twitter. Appreciate y'all. We'll join, we'll, uh, we'll join up again tomorrow if you're not doing anything. Just let me know. Let me know what your day is going to be like and maybe you get some time. Just pencil me in. Pencil me in tomorrow.